0: The views and opinions expressed on the Poor Ass Podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of BME Recovery Content Productions. Any content provided by our guests are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. And on that note, enjoy the episode. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. I have a new website. Go to www.poraspodcast.com for episodes. That's www.p-o-r-a-s-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t.com. So if you hear uh, vcomedy.com, that is the old website. Go to www.poraspodcast.com. Or episodes, and enjoy the show. thanks for listening. thanks for supporting bye What is preoccupying <laughs> your like your your mind space this entire time like dodging you know shitty like work like sociopathic managers and and workers like yeah, I mean that makes sense if you're constantly on edge, yeah. You had that one co coworker, coworker pushy guy, modify guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. Um, Toxic. Yeah, so much, so much like compromises in the workplace that uh, coronavirus is, is, is exposing. But, you know, like I said, we've kind of been through this already because we've, we've whether we were targeted or not, and sometimes I think I was because I've never really been a corporate man in a in a way. Like mm-hmm. I've always kind of questioned things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that got me targeted for during you know a lay- mass layoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of hey you know you, you you were just part of the group that got laid off right. But mm-hmm. um, but all I can say is that there's definitely a there's no safety net. There's no Plan B. And we've we've experienced that for about for the last few crashes that major crashes that happened, and um, and that there's if you're if you're going to rely on upper management to help you out, like it's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> Save me. Yeah, and
1: and they might come out with some good ideas, but I wouldn't gar- I wouldn't put all my all my money on that. I would say we're kind of. You kinda have to push from below. Like if you have an idea, say it. I mean <laughs> uh especially if it'll help people um, you know, do their work with a minimum minimum amount of hazards. Um yeah. And uh and without without fear either, because I mean how how else are people gonna come up with new ideas. You're, you're kind of in a... Even if you're afraid to speak up to your manager, um, I would say at this point you kind of have to kind of put that aside because it's, it's a different dynamic. I haven't changed really my, my willingness to speak up over the last decade, but... Um, so it's kind of natural to me. Uh, I do pick my battles. I can't fight all of them at once, but I do try to push for, for change in the workplace as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's any time to do that, now's the time because you know people's lives are at stake. Not just like you I said. Like
0: you mentioned, this is what <laughs> it's like. It's like like uh, the fuckery over over the worker. This is like the factory worker. Um, because both both of us, uh, we work like white collar type type jobs. I'm in accounting, and you're in you know, like engineering. We're able to work from home, but you know, talking about like the factory worker, you know, the warehouse Amazon workers, like that that level, and they're being basically like blocked from like unionizing. Or that was, that was the last I, um, yeah, I read. Uh, how would, you know, talking about, like, successful union unionizing with, like, you know, Amazon's, like, a great, a great example, and we were talking about this before where it's, like, you know, being dicked over to, to a point, and it's now, it's, like, you know, are you willing to die, die for your billionaire? And it's like, is that, now that's the choice you want to, you're, you're, I'm being forced to work yeah. so that my billionaire can still get, get money and do, I that's still right. want to do that. And even if you don't, um, it's going to look really bad if you, if you keep like forcing, forcing mm-hmm. workers, mm-hmm. we're talking mm-hmm. like lawsuits, like like bi- like multimillion dollar lawsuits or even even more so um but do you see do you like you know from that from that level that basic worker level like getting out of that worker paradigm that um it is a lie you know having the awareness you yeah. know that those first little seeds of awareness like oh you're you're full of shit
1: yeah and we're yeah. talking
0: about like millions of workers coming to that to that paradigm shift. Well, we're,
1: yeah, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the whole, the whole, the whole worker CEO relationship is dependent on the CEO telling you nice things and believing it, even if you see it not being true, right? hmm um, now, if your coworker dies of coronavirus <laughs> and the CEO is telling you that they've done all they can and they're gonna implement all these new strategies and you can see with your own eyes that it's not happening right mm-hmm. that's that's um uh that's a relationship that cannot um it can no longer be <laughs> i mean unless you're and, well the denial factor is is pretty big but it's it's very difficult to keep that relationship going. And because before, you can kind of, eh, whatever. CEOs, maybe it's going to take them six months to implement the new policies. Maybe they're going to have masks. And maybe they're going to have little barriers here and there mm-hmm. and limit the amount of people and the amount of you know work activity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, in that six months, if somebody dies, then it becomes a matter of like, why is it taking so long? I don't know if I want to be the guinea pig
2: mm-hmm.
1: because before I could just get a paycheck, go home, go to the you know, watch a watch the sports game and mm-hmm. go to a nice bar and, you know, mm-hmm. come back and, and repeat the cycle because mm-hmm. at least I could get by with some things. But now it's not even that. It's almost like uh where that would have been enough to mm-hmm. protest. Mm-hmm. Right, because mm-hmm. you'd be like, I'm. Bar- I I can't handle even the slightest of emergencies. Mm-hmm. I, I I can barely entertain myself, let alone, you know, cover any major life expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's like, okay, now on top of that, I might die
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> from coronavirus, mm-hmm. and and it and it becomes real when you actually see that happen to a fellow coworker, and it becomes even more real and the need to change becomes almost like the instant. So that's that's the revolution, right? That's, that's when the, the workers actually understand that there needs to be a bottom-up, not just a name only, but an actual, um, n- basically, the power structure has to be flipped where the workers have to demand things and mm-hmm. they have to get them immediately. And that is, it, we don't have that system right now, but people, the, the fact that people are actually thinking about that tells you that the revolution has already happened because the, the mindset of before coronavirus is at least you can get the majority of people to keep coming back to work and not ask too many questions. Mm-hmm. And now that, it does, it, despite all these years of figuring out the best ways to, to keep workers' heads down and keep them going and being productive uh, with the minimal amount of cost and resources, um, that, is, that is being undermined completely mm-hmm. by the workers who can see around them that that, that is not going to work
0: and this is definitely
1: going to be affecting our politics
0: how how what do you see how how will this change the political landscape cuz i know you've 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 stepped not stepped away you've you're you're no longer a democrat any anymore um, for you know for various like reasons for your reasons that they're not the democratic party is is not for the, is not for the worker like they they've been lying themselves. Yeah, so so how is that going to change the political landscape that oh, here's a party that actually gives a shit for the worker.
1: Yeah. Um well the worker's always had the power to to change things. They just never knew it, right? Because there's a there's a huge I would say it, it's an amazing system where the the profit generated from the l- workers are used to suppress them. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: So, whether it's lobbyists um, and every company I've worked for, they have their own lobby lobby entity that is funded by the profits of their workers like mm-hmm. it's and it's it's used to uh, the companies tell you that they're looking out for you because they're looking out for the company and mm-hmm. so they're mm-hmm. looking out for you but mm-hmm. it's to undermine laws that are actually you know it could be tax laws it could be environmental laws it could be whatever laws and it may be good some of them may be good some of them may be bad uh, uh, it depends how you look at it but it's 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 not up to the worker on how the lobby, uh, is uh, how, what their decisions are. It's the mm-hmm. CEOs, the board of directors. Mm-hmm. Um, and most, but most of the time it's to undermine the worker and then the worker has to take the, the whole, the whole goal is to put as much risk onto the worker as, as possible mm-hmm. and as, f- as few and as little of a risk to the company CEOs and boards of directors and that process has been going on for many many maybe 50 years and there's that that involves that that has leaked into politics and if you don't see it now I don't I, like I said first step is seeing the problem if you don't see it now I mean there's there's already democrats and republicans who are being in, investigated by the FBI Mm-hmm. On insider trading during the coronavirus global mm-hmm. pandemic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, means, which means which yeah. means that they were they were holding back information mm-hmm. of the deadliness the, the the effects of this virus on the population in order to keep the stock prices up so they can mm-hmm. sell mm-hmm. and then, um, when they after they sell, then they say, "Oh, I guess it's worse than we thought. Uh, mm. We should we should start locking things down, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just so you could get your bank account a little more stuff to help you during yeah during the slowdown, while everyone else gets fucked."
1: Yeah, but that that is normal procedure. That's the thing is you're not supposed to be surprised by it because those decisions are always made at the uh, without. The input of the population—it's always Mm -hmm. been like that. It's just this is standard procedure in an unstandard era (laughs) of coronavirus, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: where before you can kind of justify it because yeah, well you know I get a paycheck, whatever you know. But now it's now it's like okay, people are actually lives are at stake, uh, and they always were in a a way, Mm -hmm. just not as direct. Yeah, because your life can be always. I'm not. T- I don't, What's a little pe- death? Yeah. What's
0: a little death? Oh, oh, oh a two percent death. Yeah, <laughs> and, and some
1: in general suffering, which you can mask with with <laughs> with you know painkillers, you know, like
0: opioids. Opioids. Yeah. yeah. So if you <laughs>
1: my back. If you got, <laughs> if you if you're able to <laughs> make it work, you'll make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, coronavirus not only just make you sick but it could just possibly just just totally end your life mm-hmm. like you can't mask that <laughs> you can't go to like a hospital and be like yeah can i get a little you know tylenol <laughs> for my <laughs> coronavirus <You're, laughs> yeah it's it's like even if you
0: even if you <laughs> are part of the survival to sticks statistic group the recovery full a full recovery from coronavirus is like 20 days. So you're out. Not like I'm working from home and, or like not like I'm sick. I'm sick working from home, like you're out like like cannot work. Yeah. And even if like even with white collar workers like no, I cannot log in. I'm on a ventilator. No, I can't return your email. I'm on a ventilator for 20 days, so you're out. So imagine like your entire workforce, force at both like the white collar level and like, you know, the, the average factory worker. Millions of people just like out. Yeah. For 20 days.
1: Yeah, and, and we're not. I'm not trying to put the fear into people because that's not helpful either. And it, sometimes it is, but not for a sustained amount of time is it it, what i mean and then you're going to get a lot of conflicting information out there about like the deadliness of a virus but let's just uh i would like to address the misinformation
0: address the misinformation that's that's out there thing into perspective because
1: when i say serious and i say things like you have a chance of dying. It's like yeah, well, you got a chance of dying uh, driving. It's like yeah. all this stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. But here, this is the, this is a different situation. Uh, this is the perfect virus. The perfect virus means that it can be spread without even having any symptoms. That is highly unusual because usually when people get a virus, they get sick rather quickly mm-hmm. and then stay home because they literally can't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten viruses where my, uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is before coronavirus, but just the regular vi- flu virus. <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've had flu viruses where they attack my joints. I can't even lift my shoulder, my, my arm past my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I've gotten v- viruses where I, I'm, I can't even get out of bed. Uh, I've gotten that only a few times. I don't know if it's, it's, and it's funny cause I've only gotten them after I moved up to Oregon. So mm-hmm. I don't know if Oregon has a particularly strong flu strain uh, around here but no that, that's true that's true there this
0: this region is has some strange cold strains and hmm. strains and flu strains I, okay. I got well december i don't know if it was i don't know if it was cor- corona light or something but it was a weird type of cold it was a weird type or maybe it was the flu or maybe i just have a kick-ass immune system where it was flu but i'm just thinking it's it's the cold where yeah. I, I was sick one week. It was, I was like basically kind of out for, for three yeah. weeks and I was working from home that mm-hmm. entire time. If I didn't have that access to work from home, I would be out of income for those three, yeah those three weeks. So that's why, I mean, I, if you're, that's why mm-hmm. if you are able to work from home, like sick, like get that access. But I was like sick one week. So I was like, I was at home. And the second week, I was okay, so I went back to work. But the third week, I was just, like, out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and here's the other thing about the virus. Like, so even if you were sick, there's people that just...
3: Go just to work be- sick. Go
1: <laughs> to work sick, just take as much Sudafed, whatever, mm-hmm. like, or mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you, pills you take to kind of... Counter it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is th- what I mean about the perfect virus. Is this virus will, if it, it, a lot of people are asymptomatic, which means you can still go to work and not even know it, as if you've you know got the flu and took a bunch of pills. Like this virus will won't will let you go to work without taking any pills and feeling like great sick. You can feel normal
0: mm-hmm.
1: and still be infected and pass it on to mm-hmm. people.
0: Yeah, that's what people don't don't
1: realize. Like, yeah. Like it's so. That's what asymptomatic means. Like even if you saw someone like uh, a cubicle next door popping pills, you'd be like, oh, maybe I see him popping some pills that mm-hmm. he, and he's, he's he's got the sniffles. Maybe he should stay away. Like mm-hmm. you still kind of see that they're, you know, got some issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, maybe they're slower, a little groggier, right? Than normal, you'd be like, uh, you don't look quite right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let mm-hmm. me back off. But this mm-hmm. is different. Like you won't even know. Mm-hmm. So um, th- that's a, that's different. And then the the other thing about this virus, and, and that's just the normal. That's just a normal virus, right? Like mm-hmm. the regular flu, how it spreads, right? So, and uh, but th- because of the asymptomatic nature you can spread it so fast without even knowing it that's that's the crazy thing about it and then and then you have higher numbers of infections who don't even know they have it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then maybe yeah the death rate might the death percentage might be small might be less than 1% but because it's such a perfect virus that can spread without like totally stealth mm-hmm. stealthily mm-hmm. that um that 1% over a bigger you know, population is a huge number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what people don't realize. And, and, and even if you're saying, oh, it's just small. We're only getting, yeah, 80,000. That's what, what they predicted. Oh, they thought it was going to be 200,000, and they were wrong. It's like, well, this is under uh, the restrictions that we're at right now, that is the, that is the death rate Experienced under some pretty decent amount of uh, like rules uh, of of social distancing mm-hmm. so and it and that's a continuous rate that hasn't really dropped that much so that's that just shows you how infectious this virus is 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 like the normal flu <laughs> where there's no social distancing right yeah takes out quite a few people yeah right and you'll hear numbers like every year, so many die from the regular flu.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's without social distancing. So this is t- uh, 2,000 a day in the US dying from COVID-19 with social distancing in place. Mm-hmm. And, the, and it's, it seems to be a constant number. And, and, and so the, you don't have to be a math you know, expert, but that's a continuous rate. So over the course of many, many, many months, like, you just have to extrapolate this out. And you're seeing over over hundreds of thousands of people dead when this is all, you know, over, however it's going to be over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're getting a lesson in... It's it's a tough lesson, but it's a lesson of our, our own human experience and what to expect and, and how the laws of nature actually work and, and 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 how we're easily surprised by nature, like just like how brutal it can be yeah. <laughs> and and how we don't want to accept the math, <laughs> basic math, and because it's it's difficult to accept and and understand the the effects of of what of what a perfect virus can actually do and what it looks like. And, and, and so, you, and, and how a regular, how the regular flu even, even works and let alone a global pandemic type of flu, like people didn't even want to accept they were sick, even with the normal flu. Right. Yeah. And like, on,
0: on that note, we will take a break and continue with this conversation, conversation of, acceptance.
3: I'm Mark Roman of Mark Roman Empire, also a podcast, and I coined the term Hero Tier. Now it's a cause. Helping house Venka and Will since December 2019, helping creatives since St. Patrick's Eve 2020. Follow on Instagram at Hero Tier Graham. Discover more at HeroTier.org. Hero Tier, leave no human outside.
0: And we're back. So yes, acceptance. Acceptance that you weren't even sick. Even in regular cold, flu, and season, people were still coming to work sick. Even though people were like, you know, the messaging was like, stay home, like stay home, even if you're sick. But people still came in, came in sick, which tells me that there's still this message of just. Uh, perform, 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 this workahol, this workaholism, which personally for me, it's like, when I'm sick, I stay home. And, and, you know, does our sick leave, like as someone who's a, a white collar worker, look at the sick leave. The sick leave isn't the greatest. It doesn't, it doesn't match the normal human the time it does take for full recovery like a cold that's a, like a week and 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 you know the six the sick leave policies don't reflect that so if sick leave policies reflected the normal
1: yeah that's rate, crazy right because it, not just the cold the cold you can probably get over on a weekend so when you, if you I'm, a,
0: I'm like five days if, with if a
1: you, cold if you that's probably more like a flu that's really? the thing about the norm, the regular flu, people don't understand. <sighs> if you were sick for more than a couple days, it's probably the flu.
0: Dang. So I probably had flu then. Yeah. that's I just what have that, to kick ass immune well, <laughs> well, here's the
1: den- well, here's the denial part, right? Because mm-hmm. people don't want to admit how often they're sick. Just from normal <laughs> sickness, from normal I, viruses mm-hmm. and normal colds that are out there. Mm-hmm. And if you if you if you take a record, you're probably like, oh, I felt I felt like crap for seven days, and they don't understand like what flu means. Flu means like, oh, you got the flu. You must be, you know, you're throwing up, and you must be like totally like uh, incapacitated. Like, no, people can have the flu and not get that bad. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of illnesses like it, like this. This people are surprised. How come some people? Have COVID and get like minor symptoms. Like the regular flu does that too. Like <laughs> some people get really bad and some people don't, right? And and they don't. Under, they think a flu is a one one symptom thing. Mm-hmm. It's not true. And we and and the reason we might think that is because there's a lot of pressure to not be sick.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about that. Right?
1: Yes, there is so
0: much pressure. <laughs> You will. You can never be sick. I, I don't know if you remember. So, so like, the
1: worker has to kind of figure a way not to be up, sick or deny yeah, that they're remember, sick. Remember?
0: <laughs> remember growing up, uh, uh, like any time mom got sick, like dad would just like flip out. Like like his narcissism is like he would just flip out on mom. Like how dare mom get sick? And dad never. Hardly, rarely got sick.
1: Yeah, some people don't get sick that often. Yeah, but he he
0: let her have it. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's the thing is, <laughs> people. <laughs> i got to tell you. Let's um, talk that, about that. Like how you have mm. to under you have to appreciate the regular. F- that, that's what I mean about ex- you have to accept that there's a problem first before mm-hmm. going on before whatever new new order that you want to have. It's like. <laughs> Let's talk about the regular flu. (laughs) You can't even talk about coronavirus until you talk about the regular flu, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: right? Uh, Because if you look up, like uh, the only reason I know this, because when I got the flu really bad, I'm like, what is this crap? Why is it so fucking debilitating? I've never had anything like this before. It must be, I must have like pneumonia or like Mm -hmm. I must have like uh, maybe strep throat. Some, this has got to be worse than the normal flu. Mm-hmm. And nope, normal flu. <laughs> what can you do? Nothing. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I do more investigation, and then um, seven to ten days. That's you go to WebMD, look it up, and, and they'll it says right there. Mm-hmm. Seven to, okay, what's our what's our sick leave policy? Two days. So like forty eight hours or whatever, yeah, something crazy like that, (laughs) yeah. So you have the the science tells you to seven days to recover, Mm -hmm. and then you have the work policy. Your capitalist work tells you you only have forty eight hours. Yeah. And instead of saying this is wrong, this needs to change. Maybe I didn't get the flu that week. Maybe it was something else.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Because your brain just can't admit it, it it's got you got to go to work and make that check you don't have time to, <laughs> to, to theorize about the the you know the sick leave policies of, of uh, uh, and 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 look up webMD to like <laughs> verify your policies yeah. with science like yeah. you just don't have the you 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 and you would assume especially if you're fresh out of college just getting into the workforce this all this should have been taken care of long time ago
0: no. no no that's that's the thing like that's just and that's just the regular flu I've, you know as we were we were like i don't remember when we were both on unemployment and and food stamps we were like more healthy on unemployment and food stamps than we had jobs yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I think I've gotten sick maybe once, maybe twice while I was unemployed throughout the, the whole last decade. But most of the time, every time I got really, really sick, it's it's when I get a job and go into the, into my Cubicle, workplace, and you're cubicle all breathing the same air. Yeah, yeah. That's when I get the most sick. Mm-hmm. And it's, ama- it's amazing how predictable it is. Um, Even
0: working from home... I I gotten sick a couple of times. Let's see. I started last last July, okay, September. I think I got a cold, and then December hit. So I was like getting like a cold. Maybe that was the flu. Well, like let me every just. Every six months.
1: I, well, let me just say the there's there's definitely definitely in in, in this town, Portland, Oregon. It, there's a I've never seen as many. Uh, I've never even before this is before coronavirus or anything i've never seen more people just not cover their mouths when they cough just spitting on the sidewalk like this is kind of a cultural thing or something like I, I, it's not a normal thing to do for people to cover their mouths when they cough or sneeze in, in portland oregon i don't i can't explain why but i mean and the, that's the whole thing oh maybe that build your immune system because you got you're you're getting all these viruses and you're you're getting stronger <laughs> right but that that's we got to we got to debunk that because um uh this is the, I mean it's it's a uh, it, it, we like to think that we're we're training our bodies to be stronger mm-hmm. because I guess the next virus comes and it'll be like, ha ha, I'm strong. Get back and just like knock it out of your system. (laughs) Like, like it's in your lung. And then this like virus, the, the, your white blood cell comes in and Mm -hmm. has the antibody to destroy the infection and just kicks that crap out of that virus. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because it's, it's, it's strong. (laughs) Mm Uh, that's not what actually happens. Um, it's, uh, uh, like we have to, when you, when you have, when you break down the way that this works and, um, with, especially with a new virus, like, like maybe other viruses, your cells have, have been programmed to deal with a a very specific strain of viruses Mm -hmm. that could help you. Um, but viruses are, are very tricky. The, and it's a very statistical type of uh, phenomenon, mm-hmm. and w- w- there's what that means is that w- your your body is constantly. You can imagine it's a it's it's trying to come up with a cure, a a kind of uh, the antibody to to fight the virus. Mm-hmm. Well, how does it do it? Well, it's more of a random kind of statistical kind of. Phenomena. So, so your body has a way to create antibodies. It doesn't necessarily have a. Uh, it's it's more random than anything, and then like so, what it, it's it's almost a game of chance that your body can create the correct antibody relatively quickly. Which means like chance. What what does chance mean? Well, st- things that are statistical in nature are like flipping a coin. Well, you can hit you, if you you can hit heads on the first try. It might take you 3 tries to get heads, but mm-hmm. uh, the way a virus works is it'll keep multiplying in your system and 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 you won't unless you've had the flu really bad, you won't you won't really appreciate this, but it's like your cells are exploding from the inside out.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So
1: so you're being it's like little grenades going off in your cell, right? Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, your white blood cells are trying to stop the explosion from happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, that exploding cell releases more of the viruses that, that it, that the virus hijacked to make copies of itself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you're lucky, the, why the the antibodies are created on the very few tries, very first few tries, and you're you're basically immune at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if you're not so lucky, and this is where the, I mean, it kind of shows you how effective our human body, this is the amazing thing about the human body, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's able to (laughs) fight the virus Mm -hmm. in the first place. Mm -hmm. And... When I say the l- let's appreciate the regular flu, you go to a doctor when you have the flu, a really bad flu. They'll tell you this. They'll tell you, you know what? Our technology isn't advanced. Your body is more advanced than us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> There's nothing we can do. Your body is an amazing machine that can fight it, but we can't. We have no technology on how to speed that up at the moment, right? For that particular virus. So you're just gonna have to like. Hope give your body time, right, to create the antibodies it, itself,
0: mm-hmm. right? And you have to keep, the goal is to keep the host, the body al- alive long enough yes. so your scientists, the little scientists inside you can make those antibodies. Yes. And sometimes they succeed and sometimes they fail.
1: Yeah. So it doesn't really matter in a way how strong your immune system is because the antibodies are still they have to be created and tested and your body has a way of figuring if it works or not mm-hmm. and trying again right so um and you and even in a healthy immune system you might get unlucky your cells might not be lucky on those first few tries and you'll it'll just just try to trying to generate the antibody um on the you know <laughs> keep trying <laughs> okay. so the goal the goal is to stay healthy yeah basically Stay healthy enough to, and it's kind of relative because when you when it's bad, you're you're bedridden. Like no matter this is the regular flu, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, uh, and you're just kind of hope. Come on, body, hurry up, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, um, and there there are uh, illnesses like polio that we were able to, with luck, to um, use a weaker version of the virus that comes from cows to inject into humans Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, our bodies were able to use that less um you know less debilitating version of the virus to to fight polio and that relationship between cow version of virus and human uh you know vaccination that's all statistical you can't predict you know, oh well. According to my algorithm, <laughs> <laughs> I can predict that cows, would be, you know, yeah. <laughs> would have the least. You, it's more of a you, a natural phenomenon that you have to observe mm-hmm. and pinpoint
2: yeah.
1: and and track down and and see if you can use to your advantage. Um, there is there is no like. Um, uh, and we're talking about, well, that's polio, and then we're talking about the normal flu. Now, the same applies to coronavirus, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, polio would wipe out towns and render people, you know, paralyzed, right? Mm-hmm. And now um, we're talking about a coronavirus that can go through a town and just stop people's, stop people from breathing, right? Mm-hmm. Um And, uh, so that's where the, that's, that's where the research should be is, is really into like how, how, and so statistical phenomenon is, is not very well, it's understood in a way on how to research it and man and manage it and how Mm -hmm. to find cures. But when someone says like, I need the truth about coronavirus. It's like, well, you know, at some level, <laughs> scientists really don't know a whole lot on why these statistical phenomena exists in the first place. That's like asking, tell me why statistics is s- statistical.
2: <laughs> yeah, right?
1: Yeah. Like, we don't know. <laughs> um, what does that mean? Well like i I gave an example of flipping a coin. Well, you flip a coin after a certain amount of coin flips, you're gonna realize that on average, there's a fifty percent chance that you know um, I'm getting heads heads or tails. Well, if I was so lucky or unlucky and I got heads or tails th- three times in a row
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, how does that coin know that it should be the opposite on the next flip, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing about statistics. Is let's say, let's say nobody dies from coronavirus for the next three days, <laughs> whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of a statistical anomaly. Mm-hmm. Well, if the st- if the st- statistics hold up on, and, the, and the and the current situation doesn't really change that much as far as who's locked down or who's not, you would expect the next few days, on average, to kind of, you know ramp up Mm -hmm. (laughs) to make up for that lost uh zero deaths right Mm. that's the that's the crazy thing about statistics is it's 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 it it actually the, the phenomenon you you can't you can't base it off oh this nobody got sick so it's it's we're cured right right the, the virus, because it's statistical in nature, it's going to have a lethality to it that you won't be able to see individually, but in mass, you will. You will definitely notice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to talk about more about uh, statistics.
3: Thanks, Veronica. I'm Mark Roman of Mark Roman Empire, also a podcast, and I coined the term hero tier. Now, it's a cause, helping house Venka and Will since December 2019, and helping creatives since the pandemic, St. Patrick's Eve 2020. This requires 3,000 Hero Tears. We found 44, seeking 2,956 more. Follow on Instagram at Hero HeroTierGram. Discover more at HeroTier.org. HeroTier, leave no human outside. HeroTier.org and
0: we're back. Okay. I feel like this conversation with like um, stati- statistics and getting this information to have it to regular people. Just regular people who aren't who aren't scientists. I mean like you're a scientist. You have a ma- like a master in mechanical uh engineering and I'm blessed to have you but not e- not everyone n- not everyone has a brother who's a scientist and a and a, a scientist and an and an inventor who sees past the bullshit cuz like it's like I mean I I like I'm on my Facebook feed a lot and there's a, it's just a bunch of garbage and like this is where people are getting their information um so so you know how like do i leave it up to chan- to chance on on uh you know people are just going to be ignorant and those are the people i need to avoid or is there a chance somehow to like get enough information out there where where you know people can hone their bullshit meter a little bit better and not be engulfed in this like fear-mongering like fear-mongering misinformation Fox News type propaganda like how how do we separate propaganda from like common sense
1: yeah it's you well so that's 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 the problem because it, you almost can't at this point <laughs> they're so interlinked it's hard to it's hard to filter out that information um what i would say here's 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 what i would say um like and, and well for here's why it's hard because because like i said our our culture and this is kind of ongoing, but we we it okay. Let's put it this way: if if you're confused about coronavirus um, and how statistics works, <laughs> um, you're not alone because scientists are confused as well. Like that's that's the lie. The lie is that scientists are not confused, that they know all the equations, and that. Um, I must be confused because I am just lowly ignorant and that's not how science works. Science is confusing. Science, there's a lot of mystery into why things work fundamentally and why statistics work the way it works. Um, and, and why other things are not, um, like fundamentally scientists don't know why that is. Um, so if you're confused by statistics, so are they. So just put that aside, right? Um and if here's what I would say is the information I think is out there and I I, I wouldn't call it bullshit, but like if you if you if you're finding information that is promoted as concrete and like um mm. This is almost, almost kind of, um, and I hate to be—I don't want to have an agenda either. But what I'm saying is, like, if you, if you, if you find uh, the the information um, being delivered in a way that is kind of self-promoting of the individual, um, I would, I would stay away from it, uh, especially if it's kind of the information is given in a way of showing that, oh, I know more than you kind of attitude, that should be not uh, taken too too seriously. Um, And a good scientist, that's the problem with our culture because we sometimes expect a kind of level of, like, wanting someone just telling us what to do. Mm -hmm. And like, and and just tell me what's what's going on with the coronavirus. Let me know. Like a good scientist will be like, you know what? We don't know much either. <laughs> we're, we're still trying to figure it. Out. Like people don't like that. They don't like the mystery of science. That, mm-hmm. and they're getting a hard lesson on that. Um, and that's that's how science works. Um, um, I mean, atoms, and uh, we don't realize how recent the modern science actually is where <laughs> well, how like okay. e- even the even the yeah. great scientists you'll hear uh, you probably don't know but if you're a mechanical engineer you'll hear all sorts of laws scientific laws and math mm-hmm. math equations mm-hmm. that have the creator's name attached to it
2: mm-hmm.
1: right like the Carnot Carnot cycle the like What's the, what's the
0: Carnot uh, the, cycle? The,
1: the Boltzmann constant, right? And mm-hmm. you probably and usually, and I, I know this because I've taken the classes, you've been told, eh, you don't need you don't need to look that guy up. Like, j- this is the constant. It's, just accept it, right? <laughs> okay. Well, their fundamental, like, their, the, their theories l- led to modern-day physics, right? And mm-hmm. without their theories, it would not, you know, the, the current... Engineering and current like technology would not exist, mm-hmm. but even Carnot, however you want to say it, himself like basically figured out why steam engines work, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and how cool. to like you know utilize the um, steam engine to uh, its maximum efficiency.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He died of a, of a plague that was going through his town. <laughs> Nice. Because they didn't understand how viruses were transmitted, mm-hmm. but he was able to figure out the fundamental like thermodynamic theories of a, of how mm-hmm. steam engines work. Mm-hmm. Just not enough smarts to <laughs> figure out how to be safe during a plague, and so <laughs> he di- he died young. I, I, and and uh, you you find lots of tragic stories like this in, in physics. But like, um, was it a flu or,
0: or a uh, like a flu? another like flu that
1: well that's the thing is bef- that's the thing is because we don't really understand how recent our understanding of viruses are mm-hmm. um, you'll find that when you're trying to track down like plagues mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of data because and and the data that like people like Carnarna Karn- w- was trying to find like they would die trying to find out about viruses <laughs> and mm-hmm. plagues mm-hmm. Because they fundamentally didn't know how to how it was transmitted, Mm -hmm. Um, which is it's fascinating. But like, um, so even they even the greatest minds were boggled by some of these plagues and succumbed to them Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, and 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 we and I think even his his books were even burned because they were thought to be like like contaminated and so we would we whatever had survived that plague and the decontamination process is, is how we figured out the foundations of modern physics nice so we don't we don't even appreciate how close we were to not understanding physics right <laughs> Because wow, if yeah. his book, all his books were burned because of contamination, we got to get rid of these plague-infested books. They thought,
0: we're <laughs> going to get the plague from his research. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then we'd probably figure it out, but it would it'd be like, well, we got to redo whatever he did <laughs> before he got <laughs> before he died. <laughs> right? And just yeah. sitting down like, it, it, and that just tells you, like, Every, your 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 work 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 hard play hard work hard. Well, it tells you if you just sat down, and just thought about how the world works, you know. And we're not trained to do that that like very much. But even just thinking about it, like that's that's how people cr- come up with ideas, is because they were willing to just not accept the world around them and just sit down and be like. I'm just gonna think about this stuff that people keep telling me. Like, how does a steam engine work? I don't know, but let me just try to figure it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and let me try to make an equation, see if we can understand this a little bit better. Um, and they'd be like, why are you wasting your time on that? Well, I don't know, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, the guy, uh, guy was actually pretty patriotic. He was a French French guy. Pretty patriotic, so he he was doing it for the, for France because mm. uh, they were they were enemies with Britain at the time. Mm-hmm. But um, it was more of a national pride. But the fact that people can change things if they if, if they were allowed to just you know think about things and it it, make, it makes you wonder if that's the whole purpose of not working from home, right? Because your mind might. Start thinking about things mm-hmm. and maybe they don't want you to think about certain things and, yeah. and start figuring things out on your own yeah
0: it, you, don't, you don't have control work if you're working from home you don't have control over the workers yeah this is where like at the white collar level is there really you know headquarters headquarters everyone everyone goes to headquarters and then and it's like I could do this job from home like no. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I have we have all the technology, all the technology that you in, in video conferencing, VPN. What, what is that for? Yeah. Why do you make these things?
1: Yeah. And, and so and, the
0: CEO can work from home. Yeah. I mean, the cloud that was um, uh, Steve Jobs like idea. Well, the whole the concept of a cloud, the cloud.
1: Yeah, he, Apple has its own way of doing the cloud. Actually, most of these companies do. Um, but, like, yeah. So but it's like oh, they invent why, why, the technology they didn't have, and don't no. give you access fully to it mm-hmm. and just give you limited access and then say, this is all you're going to get. You're not going to get all the, like, Wireless, <laughs> we're, we live in a wireless society, apparently, but mm-hmm. why are we still all in a cubicle mm-hmm. <laughs> that's wired? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we're selling wireless products. Our company's making money off wireless products, yet we're not wireless at all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, let's talk about, before but, we end, let to talk about, but, like... But
1: I do want to say, who, who talking about Carnot, like, Car- okay. Carno like... Who are the current Carnots who are thinking about new new ways of doing things and Well there's you and and you know may may like Carnot Carnot like might might just be uh, ridiculed and just like not even looked at seriously and then like <laughs> plague plague takes them out and then like Books are burned and then like a hundred years later, like, hey, what's this little book? <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> like uh, uh,
0: <laughs> wait, when was okay we like don't we like don't
1: ta- think of this? When but was like,
0: Carnot? Like when what year was Carnot? Uh
1: French uh, Revolution
0: times? Like 1700
1: seven, 1700s Boy, I, I forget. Um I wanna say something like that, yeah. And
0: a hundred years later, so eighteen
1: hundreds. Yeah, I mean it was long. I don't know if exactly. So how did how did it dis
0: like how do you come across like how do you even like come across like something like something of Carnot's like research?
1: Yeah, so that that's the mystery of science. We're not taught this. We don't appreciate how the progress of science has been so chaotic and so on a knife's edge of progress versus like losing everything and then we've just been fortunate enough to catch that manuscript that wasn't thrown away or like so again that goes into like you know someone might have you know tried out a few experiments after the guy passed away mm -hmm. and then like verified that they were right like and you know they're either really old or or passed away and they can't take any credit, by, <laughs> but but mm-hmm. their but their equations are forever, you know, written in manus in text and and we now call those equations by their creators' names. And and uh, we always we we assume that, oh, he was smart, came up with it, and it was accepted. And now it's in a book that everyone now reads. Like that's not how it worked. That's not how science ever worked. Um, and there's a and, and I think that that myth is propagated to also like quell people's concerns about scientific progress mm. and be like we've got it un- under control kind of attitude, mm-hmm. but it's not true. Physics physics never is, in in the fundamental physics has never been uh, that linear and accepting. A lot of ideas are thrown out the window. Even even Albert Einstein had. Ha- recently, uh, uh, like maybe three or four years ago, people said gravitational waves are, you know, non-existent. And they found them a couple of years ago. <laughs> and they're like, ah, so we're, the, you know, and these are like guys that are on TED Talks and yeah, like, yeah. you know, and, um, <laughs> present presenting in front of, you know, thousands of people. Oh, well, I guess they do exist. Okay. Well, you know, what? What are their? what's their career like now? <laughs> I bet they're fine. I'm just saying, like, you'll find physics and science is people don't want to accept that it is not as uh solved and you know as people and and just completely just everything has been just discovered and solved like art's the same way
0: art 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 and uh, art is the same way yeah art and science they're like cousins Yeah. yeah. So, we but get the art comes first. It's like, in terms of 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 um, uh, conscious acceptance, the art comes first. The art is always like twenty to thirty years ahead of the science. So the art comes first, then the science, and then like the population. The population always like this lag of acceptance because like art. Yeah, it's art, science, and then population.
1: Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, things that we take for granted today as fundamental facts, like even even the existence of an atom. Like Boltzmann was the guy who thought of that and was ridiculed till he committed suicide. <laughs> like, <laughs> and no one took him seriously until like Einstein was like, I think I see atoms, <laughs> and then like, oh, sorry Boltzmann, we made fun of you, but you're dead. <laughs> I guess you're right. And so, like, and there's, so, oh, statistics. What is this guy, Isaac, talking about statistics? If I drop a pen Mm -hmm. from, you know, the second Mm -hmm. story, it's going to fall down. There's nothing statistical about that. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. That's how fundamentally people don't understand, like, and so the, there are fundamental constants, like -hmm. gravity. Like it, and it's called they're called fundamental constants of nature.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The charge of the electron, cool, the Planck constant, Boltzmann's constant. They even changed the definition of the kilogram, like the weight, the standard of, of a weight oh, has yeah. changed. Yeah, the yeah. definition has changed in the last couple of years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like that's crazy. It used to be this little like thing in a jar, like that's the kilogram, right? Yeah. 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 Not anymore. It's like, it changed. Now it's this, like, constant, this mm-hmm. fundamental constant, right? So, how, but it turns out that nature is fundamentally statistical, right? Within it, certain phenomena of these fundamental constants. And it turns out, our, our, because we're humans, and we have hearing and sight and taste, that, <laughs> that uh, our interactions... Are, are mostly with the fundamental constants that we can feel the weight of things, we can taste things in the air if mm. the molecule is large enough, we can see light but only through a certain spectrum of light, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not all spectrum, because then if we can't see in the dark, some, some, some creatures can, but we can't. Like, so, but the, the speed of light is another fundamental constant, like, these are, but the law of nature, evolution. Uh, uh, genetic mutations are fundamentally statistical and random, right? So how can the two things exist? This is the, this is the mystery of nature that we don't appreciate. And, and we can think of things as physics, as ways to predict things, and, and science as ways to control nature or predict nature. But there's only a few things that are predictable mm-hmm. <laughs> in nature. Most of it's statistical, and we don't. I don't think we're really. Our minds are really ready to wrap our heads around that. Um, that's and, and if nature is fundamentally statistical, you can never control nature.
0: I think that's what's driving people crazy by not wearing. And that's affecting personal behavior, like I'm not wearing masks. I'm, con- I'm going to continue to go outside in big crowds while big crowds continue to gather because of the lack of acceptance of the ran- r- the randomness, the statistical randomness on how viruses work. You have no control over this. And whether you're operating from a place of narcissism or s- psycho- psychosis, privilege, your racism and you're going to continue to behave like that. Like, you know, COVID don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you and I like, you know, accepting of the, t- um, the acceptance of the statistical randomness of viruses, we stay inside. We wear our, ma- we wear our masks. Yeah, we exactly. wash our hands. Yeah. We, and we're fine.
1: Yeah. If that's the thing is if you don't want to, that statistical game there's a way to do it and that's not to interact with it in the first place
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you can do that by a, uh, a filtered mask of some sort uh mm-hmm. with uh, now the most of the masks that are out there are, can't filter out this virus so it's more of a spreading from you to other people but um uh the the <laughs> it's, it's 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 do you want to flip that coin when you're standing next to someone, do you want to play that game, that coin flip game and see what happens? Right. Mm-hmm. And so the more you reduce the interaction of the virus between people, the, the, the you lower the chances of playing that dangerous game. And it's because you and I could still like you can you and I could still get it,
0: you know, even with the precautions that we've taken, w- we could still get it. Is it gonna be full blown Corona? I don't know. Is it gonna be Corona light? I don't know. But mm-hmm. like you know, the more of the our, our, both of our personal behaviors, um, the exit, the exiting and entering the facility. We have an entire closet dedicated for outdoor gear. We have special shoes that for just outside. You know, when we um, take out the trash, we're wearing gloves and mm-hmm. and masks. We have um, wipes yeah by by the door so that's right. it's like you know we've hedged our risk yeah you yeah. know t- you know statistically hedged our our risk yes but yes. you know it's not 100% no
1: no yeah that's right that's right we're just we're just reducing the the number of interactions yeah. we have with the and virus and we work from
0: home working from home hedges that risk so that's right. so until like Fortune 500 companies it's like, you know, uh, from the white collar worker, you know, questioning. Yeah. And you have that power. We have, as white collar workers, we have that power to push back to our managers to be like, no, I mean, okay, if you wanna open up the campus, power to you, but I'm still staying inside. Because there's nothing, there's no argument that you can possibly present to, to guarantee, guarantee the safety. Of the workers because everything that I have to do my white-collar job I can do I have VPN access I have video conferencing you have mm-hmm. my cell number mm-hmm. um, I'm getting my work done so what mm-hmm. possible argument can you possibly give me like no you need yeah. to why mm-hmm. so you could control is it really control let's just call a spade a spade and if you yes. want to put risk on your company for lawsuits neg- ned- ned- for neg- negligence
2: mm-hmm.
0: million dollar lawsuits that because you you had those you had like you had even if you had the the systems in place for people to work from home and you still put your workers at risk, that's no excuse. How can you possibly argue against that right. in court?
1: That's right. Yeah, I mean, every workplace is a hazard zone. We so we know we actually know how to make work because hazard jo- hazardous jobs have always existed. Yeah, and there yeah, and yeah. there are people who are paid good money mm-hmm. to go to clean up toxic waste sites and mm-hmm. and you know gear up and like have special training. Mm-hmm. The expertise is there, right? Mm-hmm. It's just overnight, every workplace has become a hazard zone. And there's a denial uh, in in the workforce and in management. On um, Because, like I said, <laughs> it all starts with accepting that there's a problem, right? So if you're going to consider every, every workplace a hazard zone, the workforce has to accept it as well, right? That's that's a hard thing to do Mm
2: -hmm.
1: because your options are limited now, right? Like, as a worker, like, especially if you're not trained in that, like, how do I treat an area like a hazard zone? And this all comes down to imagine this is a revolution of the mind. We come back to all this. What does that mean? Well, from a worker's perspective, not from a CEO or manager's perspective, Mm -hmm. like I said, come up with ideas because your ideas are probably better than the manager's ideas because they don't have that hazard you know training either
0: <laughs> I know. I, I, so, I, so
1: your thoughts are probably just as good <laughs>
0: Yeah, I had no idea myself because you come from the fab.
1: I mean like, what did your manager uh, you I know, had no idea argue about what did your manager have issues with before like you tell me what what they yell at you about? You? Mostly before, yeah. mm. like, hey, we have concerns about you, right? That probably doesn't have to be with your safety, or mm-hmm. like, hey, the most probably, like, <laughs> where were you? Did you come in on time? Like, <laughs> that's probably the, their main concern is that, mm. hey, you got to email me when you- that's what they did to me at my last job. Why aren't you here on? You were here like... You clocked in five minutes minute, later. 15 yeah. minutes late. Yeah, no, I had a manager that did that with, right? with me, yeah. That's their training. Mm. Are they trained on how to make the workplace safe? No.
0: <laughs> I, unless you get that training, but then, then that's more hours. That's more hours and investment-wise, so you could have your workforce back yeah. at your at your HQ. And like looking around the personal behavior, it's like, is everyone going to gonna be on the same on the same page yeah and it's like i and it's like it's i'm too stressed to <laughs> like grocery shopping is stressful like i'm in and i'm in and i'm out i have to do that same like policing behavior at m- the headquarters that i go to for work oh this person's not wearing that mask this person blah, blah, blah. like I'm, that's going to be on my mind the entire time that I'm there. If yeah. you want productivity, just tell your employees to stay to stay at home. It's not like work is not not getting
1: yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, it shows you who's the essential worker, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it the manager? I mean, probably not. Or the, or the CEO? <laughs> I mean, there are some, like if some requirement is... for some sort of leadership, but it's not a manager who wants you to you know, check your time card to make sure it's perfect, and like, at this point, every workplace is hazard, so the work you can get out of a worker, you should be grateful for, <laughs> that they're mm-hmm. not gonna just yeah. <laughs> uh, come down with the coronavirus. Yeah,
0: because that's <laughs> it. That's it, unless you want to, like, you know, play with fire, you're like playing with fire by yeah. doing these, even if you're doing phase phase in like phase one or phasing in workers going into the workplace that puts you at more at risk
1: yeah and and you have to assume that they're still trying to save money while making the workplace safe it's not a good time to cut costs Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like Mm -hmm. yeah we'll use maybe we'll get the the mask that just covers a little bit, you know? And there's <laughs> no mask. We'll there's no masks available. <laughs> we'll just, you know. I have one mask left. Like, <clears throat> like um, e- yeah, and yeah. You know
0: what, getting there. Like, well, so uh,
1: that's a luck. That's luck right there, too. Because mm-hmm. the only reason I had a box of masks, N95 masks, was because I'm working on my tiny home and I use those for, cutting wood and spray painting and working on pressure treated woods that are toxic if you breathe it in. So like I just was lucky. I had some of those masks laying around and we're pretty good for the short term. They're not going to, and they're not available. You can't buy them. Mm -hmm. They're all gone.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I, you know, and and there's a lot of luck going on because like we're both able to work from home. um, you know, I, I, I um, yeah, I mean, just like, I, I was able to, so, um, and so I'm working on my tiny home, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can work from home. And my tiny home is solar powered, right? With a battery to store energy. mm mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, let me just work out of my tiny home, (laughs) right? (laughs) And plug it into my solar battery, Mm -hmm. see if I can work from VPN in remotely. Mm -hmm. And it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Off grid. Off grid. I wasn't plugged into anything. That's awesome. And and I was like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm getting energy from the sun, Mm -hmm. storing it into a battery. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, using my computer to send data to my, the company I'm working for Mm -hmm. and get paid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's literally converting (laughs) energy from the sun into a paycheck.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's revolutionary off grid.
1: And I couldn't say that before coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Cause I've never worked from home. I never had the opportunity to even test this out. Yeah. And it's, it's possible Mm-hmm. It's crazy, like, <laughs> it. it like, <laughs> the, it's not like we have to invent some new thing, like, it's off the shelf, I didn't, I just got the latest technology I could find, and it, 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 it and it's not that, it, I mean, it's, it's not cheap, but it's not, like, 100k, like, you can, all the materials for my tiny home that's solar powered, like, it was, like, 30k. hmm trailer, batteries, solar panels, all the materials,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like it's a prototype that works. And like, I'm testing it. And I'm like, I, I can't, I don't know why it's so compatible <laughs> with the global pandemic, but it is. Um, and I, I'm, I'm promoting that on my YouTube channel, just doing some upgrades to the tiny home and Showing that it is possible to work out of a tiny home during a, gl- a global pandemic, mm-hmm. and you can, it, it's, it's, it you can you you can work you can kind of quarantine like work social distance, <laughs> and 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 you're and you're not like you don't feel like you're in a like a trapped in a closet like it's it's well ventilated it's got fans it's got normal wall sockets. It's it's like a regular house. It's got insulation, so it's it's it, it's, c- it's nice quite and cozy cool during a hot day. It's
0: very it's the it summer. It's cool, and then winter, winter it no winter. It's warm, and then and then summer. It's a cool. So the temperature, the, the temperature is really good. Yeah, and even if you want to make it warm, just a little space heater. Just put it on for like what thirty minutes, and then it's all toasty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cuz you have oh, cause you're right next to it but is wh- is your is your shed. It's like not insulated in, insulated. It's like that's very cold. Yeah. And then that's you right. go into the tiny home. It's like, "Oh, this is cozy."
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And mm-hmm. that's the I mean, you need a you need a lot of imagination to think about alternate ways of doing things, but I can foresee a future where you can work out of a tiny home off-grid, mm-hmm. <laughs> put the tiny home anywhere, VPN from, as long as you got a good internet connection, you know, you can, you don't necessarily have to be trapped in a single location, um, and that could be your, your uh, no electric bill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe worst case, hook up a water uh, garden hose, maybe for water, um, but even then, you, if you had enough resources, you can do some water catchment systems, uh, capture your own rainwater in and, and large tanks. But even just garden hose, mm-hmm. <laughs> and hook it up to a solar powered tiny home, you're you're good to go. Like
0: oh, and your incinerator
1: toilet. Like yeah, and what are you gonna do about the bathrooms? Like just incinerate it. They have ways to incinerate it now. So it just turns into a little pile of ash. <laughs> <laughs> Your shit turns into ash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're. That's what I mean. <clears throat> ideas coming up with ideas. They don't seem so radical when they um, they seem like they seem radical at the time, right? But I mean, what? It, what? I mean. Oh, what, what did what we think as a human population that everybody could have two-story house with two cars and you know yeah. white picket fence like yeah. everybody Who was that? What, what everybody was that dream for? That? What was that?
0: Who was the American dream and, and, for? And,
1: and that'll last forever without any hiccups, like and no problems, like no backup plan. That's just the plan A or or nothing. Like yeah. <laughs> so yeah. maybe maybe statistically that is an impossible maybe that that works out for some people but not most people maybe mm-hmm. maybe the anomaly is the american dream and mm-hmm. and trying to make an anomaly the standard for everybody maybe it's that's not a good idea maybe you can't control nature to in that method like in that way to create this kind of unsustainable way of life no i'm not i'm not talking about not everybody has to live in a tiny home not i'm j- i'm just saying that why is it plan A, no plan B, and that's it. That's all you get. Like, w- w- we talk about choice. Well, mm-hmm. what about the choice if I am in a tough situation? Why don't I have a choice to scale back a little if I choose to? I'm not anti-car. I'm not anti, you know, gun. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, well, why can't I have the right to not own a car?
2: Mm-hmm
1: like I don't care you own 10 cars but I can own 0 and I should be able to live fine exactly I, I mm-hmm. like I don't care if you own a gun like you know but I should be able to choose not to own a gun and <laughs> still be safe <laughs> yeah <I'm> just, <laughs> like like I don't care <laughs> like but the choice the freedom of choice is always in one direction it never is um and it's a lie that you have to choose one or the other i don't think so if you have a lot of money go for it i don't care own a big house own two cars you have the money do it not a lot of us, not everyone has that money to do that so we should have mm-hmm. other alternative options that don't really m- have you know add total misery to our lives like there's something wrong with us right yeah. like yeah. we can work from home we know this cuz everyone's doing it <laughs> right mm-hmm. you don't have to be miserable in a cubicle getting you know, catching other people's germs, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. um, and, and yeah, you should be able to choose that risk for yourself. Mm -hmm. You want to get coronavirus, go ahead, go into that. But you should also be the, have the choice not to. Mm -hmm. And, and if you choose to get coronavirus, (laughs) uh, a chance to get coronavirus at work, you should be given the proper equipment to reduce that, uh, like, like hazard like a hazard zone mm-hmm. as much as possible, as much as scientifically possible mm-hmm. um, with, with the most resources spent on it, not the least. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that. And the technology there. You just, we just don't, we just not given access to it. And recently mm-hmm. like our, our computers have become so small and powerful. There's no excuse at this point. Like you can put these computers in, 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 they're not giant desktops anymore that <laughs> have like ten fans running. Yeah. Like they're tiny, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and we can get all the work done that, that we need to get done, mm-hmm. and and that's off the shelf technology. Um, I want to say couldn't be done ten years ago, like when I was first doing this stuff. Um, good luck powering a light bulb, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you're you're. <laughs> Your whole battery would be drained powering yeah. one light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we have LED lights that are cheap. They used to be expensive, thirty bucks a bulb. Now they're like five bucks. Oh, right. Use seven watts. Like remember, hundred watt light bulb. It used to take hundred watts to power that bulb. Yeah, like, not anymore. Uh. And you can power so a lot of the a lot of the energy consumption technology. Computers used to giant towers, yeah, and now they're a lot of the new newer computers take like like half half the power or less mm-hmm. and so you're minimizing the power uh consumption, and so you have the ability to really have a backup plan, but you need also access to it <laughs> <laughs> and and rules and like um like we're always asking for permission on what we can or can't do unfortunately like can i live in a tiny home i don't know what does the building code say well you know what <laughs> the building code says i can only have a big house <laughs> yeah. there's no and plan b who does b. that
0: really <laughs> again and who and who does that really serve the most yeah the few people that can do it and just totally shuts out everyone Mm -hmm. else who either can't or don't want to. So the, again, the choice, um, it is, we're coming towards the end. This has been uh, an incredible follow-up pandemic interview on what's going on in the world of Isaac Porus and solar cycle. Um, thank you so much for being on the show and, um, we'll do more episodes. As as time as time goes on, on on what's going on with tiny home, and solar cycle. So, where can people find you?
1: So, my YouTube channel is Solar Cycle One. That's the number one, uh, and my website is solarcyclepower.com. My company is Solar Cycle, and um, uh, yeah, that's that's the main the main ways to, to take a look at what what I'm doing. Yeah. Cool. And uh, my YouTube channel is probably the most recent stuff. So I, I'm trying to post more tiny home related, um, work from home type videos.
0: Cool. And you could find me on my website, vcomedy.com. comedy.com. That's V E E C O M E D Y.com. V comedy.com. Um, my, uh, Instagram is up. There. I'm also on Cameo. So if anyone wants a personal video message, hit me up on Cameo and uh, subscribe. I'm on um, Apple Podcasts or whatever you find a uh, podcast. This podcast is on Anchor now, and the links are below. Hit that subscribe uh, button and let your friends know and give me a rating if you like episodes of this con- content. Give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find um, your podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe.
1: Thanks. Thanks a lot.
0: Okay. Bye, guys.